Yo, what is good, family? Welcome back. You already know, Pays and Plays podcast here. Look, I will apologize. I did not do the Week 12 under, Over Under episode. It was Thanksgiving. I was kind of watching some of them bets. The, the Thanksgiving teaser, unfortunately, didn't hit because I didn't expect the fucking shootout between the Vikings and the you know Patriots, right? Who would have known the way the Patriots been playing the last, what, two, three weeks? They would even drop 26 points. Uh, but a lot of the anytime touchdowns throughout the three games was a pretty successful thing for me. So I'll take that. Um, we'll, we'll be back and booming with the over-unders for week 13. But let's give you the picks. This is Good Friday, of course. So, you know, whenever it's Good Friday, you know, I got a whole bunch of picks laid out for the whole weekend. Um, follow the Instagram page. It's pays underscore pays podcast. Okay, I will be having the whole entire all time Good Friday picks. Okay, and you can see what I won, what I lost right there. Okay, so it is once again, it's going to be pays and plays underscore podcast. I was fucking tripping. So once again, pays and plays underscore podcast. More than likely Monday morning, I will post a story and you can see all the wins I have and the losses for Good Fridays that I have recorded ever since of what well, maybe last month since I've been doing it. But let's get it right into it. Like I said, I got a lot of picks. I got some decent ammo from here and there. Pick your poison. I'm gonna make sure I I sent this out directly when I'm done because there is some games coming up and I know some people may want to pay some bets on them. So let's get into the college basketball first. I got one college play for y'all. So we're going to go with Kansas money line against Tennessee. Kansas is plus 105. I'm assuming the plus 105 is because uh, Bill Self isn't there. But, I mean, these boys have been playing pretty straight. And Tennessee, they got a lot to prove, you know. And a lot of players they have, of course, have left. And we just need to see how this goes. Uh, Kansas majority has that natty team still there. I still think Kansas will win this game. It may not be an easy game, but, shit, when it's plus money, it's never fucking easy. Now, let's go into the NBA, right? A couple players on NBA I got. So, first one, we got a Chicago Bears. <sighs> Why the fuck I said the Bears? Chicago fucking Bulls against the OKC Thunder. I got the money line for the Bulls. Uh, there's no overthinking this. I know uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander is a baller. And that is something to be concerned about. But I would assume the way he's looking at it, Patrick Williams may be checking him. You know, you got Ayo DeSamu who can also play a little bit of defense as well. So I do think there will be somebody to kind of handle that. And if you can kind of handle Shea Gilders a little bit, the other team kind of usually, you know, they can't adapt that well. But with the Bulls, we know obviously Levine the Rose will be the main guy scoring the rock. So yeah, we're going to go with Bulls main line. Minus 150. Why not? The next game. This is actually a shocker that I even went with this one. But we're going to go L.A. Lakers minus three against the Spurs. The Spurs haven't been good at all this year. So, I mean, I figured why not take a shot <laughs> with the Lakers. And Braun is coming back too. So, if you're wondering, is that why I'm probably taking it? Yeah, Braun. And the way AD has been playing lately, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's kind of sucks that where the fuck was this at last year too. But... 
We're going to take the minus three for minus 115. Go ahead and take a shot with that. That's it for NBA for me. But those games at are 8-10 Eastern Standard Time. So that's what I'm saying. Once I drop this, you will have time to probably hear this and look right into it. Now let's go into the college football. I do have a Friday night game. This is a 7-30 game. We got Florida against Florida State. As much as I hate really laying a big number like this, I'm going to take Florida State minus 10. This team has shocked me from the first game against LSU all the way now. You know, the Clemson loss, you kind of expected. I think they lost to Wake Forest, too, a little nail-biter. But Florida, they don't have a defense. The offense is okay, even though Richardson sometimes doesn't throw the down, down ball. But the offense... The defensive side is what scares me with Florida. Them going to Tallahassee, too. I just think Florida State are going to pounce on them. They've been pouncing on teams that aren't good. So, I kind of figure, why not go for that? Um, Another game I have going on will be the Iron Bowl. So, it will be Auburn versus Alabama. I got the over 50 total points. Uh, Before I even keep on talking about this game, Shout out to Cadillac Williams, man. That was one of my favorite running backs as a kid. Watch him in Auburn, him and Ronnie Brown. And then when he got drafted to Tampa, and you know, and I was living in the Carolinas, you could still see him because he was in the division. Such a great running back in my opinion. I love the guy. Great explosive player. But I got to go over 50. I think he should be interim. He should, fuck the interim. He should be the actual head coach for Auburn, the way that Auburn has been playing since he's been taking over that job. But look at the Alabama side. You sit there and wonder – this might be the last game we see a lot of these guys play, you know, from Will Anderson to Bryce Young. This might be the last time we see them, right? Because even if they go to a New Year's Six Bowl, they may not play. And I do think this is the right game where Bryce Young would drop some decent points. I could see him dropping about a good 30. And who knows, right? Auburn may score more than that. I mean, the spread kind of indicates I do think the game would be a little closer. But give me that over 50. Um, honestly, I don't have that many more plays for college football only because it is the last regular season game week. So when it gets to like championship week next week, I will look more into that. Uh, give me one second. Let me get a little sip of water real quick. I got to talk to you all about some games people want to talk about probably. <clears throat> all right. So this Michigan-Ohio State game. I see them moved up to plus eight, Michigan. I'm not touching none of this game. And there's some things that I'm wondering. We don't know if Blake Corum's going to be healthy. I'm assuming he's going to play. But how much of the injury thing is an excuse? And this is why I'm going to say that. I'll backtrack to that in a minute. With Ohio State, CJ Stroud to me has not been as accurate this season. I, I just don't really know what it is. Maybe because Jackson Smith wasn't there. So you kind of see they had to play with a with a freshman as in Martin Harrison Jr. This nigga played like his daddy already. That shit crazy. But the question with me with Michigan is, and I think we all been wondering for some people, is McCarthy actually going to pass the ball? Like, kind of like we had to do a little bit against Illinois, but probably more aggressive. I feel like the only way they win is if that happens. Because Ohio State secondary is not the best. Okay? They can actually stop the run pretty good, which was the weakness last year with them. But now you have to wonder now, can Michigan even pass the ball? 
<laughs> I feel like if they was able to pass the ball, they can beat Ohio State. But in this game, I'm not picking a side on who wins who. I'm just going to stay out of it and probably watch the game and enjoy it. Uh, but this does make you wonder. This is why I was referring back to the Blake Corum injury. If they lose, and let's say TCU wins, or they might lose, because I TCU is almost bound to lose at this point, the way they come back miraculously win. It's almost bound to happen eventually. You have to sit there and wonder who gets that last spot. Because you already see Georgia. We'll see Ohio State. Let's just assume TCU does win, right? So who's number four? You know? I think that's the biggest question you have to ask yourself. Who's number four? Will you still consider Michigan? You know, yes, they lost to Ohio State. But the other games, I mean, other than Penn State, I mean, the non-conference game don't add up. You know, you still got Clemson, which... If they do win the ACC championship, even though North Carolina, I don't know if they're ranked anymore, but, I mean, you have to sit there and wonder, right? Well, they lost Notre Dame. But Notre Dame isn't a bad loss because look the way they've been playing. And that actually benefits Ohio State because that's a productive win. And if you beat Michigan, that's another productive win. It's just a lot of complications. Then we still have to think about LSU, right? If LSU wins against Georgia – it's almost feel like you have to automatically put a two-loss team like LSU into that. It's crazy because it's, it's going to get complicated if whoever loses the Michigan-Ohio State game, it's going to get things are going to get very complicated, right? It's going to get complicated, and it just makes me wonder, which is why, like I said, I will wait more into championship week to get more into a lot of the collegiate games because I actually have a good feel for a lot of those that I've been seeing. But let's get right into the NFL. You already know I get to cut my picks, and then you know I give out the teaser. So the one game I said I loved, right? I, I still love Tampa Bay at minus three against the Browns. I, I the reasons I said it, <laughs> Brady against a shitty defense, excluding Miles Garrett. You know I'm gonna keep saying that. I just think they 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 find their ways, and uh, the rookie was it White, the the running back they got besides Fournette. He's been balling. I think he's definitely a spark that this team needs. Obviously, you still got uh, Godwin, and you still have Evans, but, you know, we I, I, I figure this is another game. Brady coming off a bye. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers want to cover this game easy. I'm not even going to overthink it. Uh, secondly, the Washington Commanders. Now, I got both. I picked the money line, and I picked the minus four spread. I just love it. Atlanta, man, like, they shouldn't have. Yeah, they beat the Bears because Cordero Patterson. If it was for Cordero Patterson return that kickback, I don't think the game, like, ever really goes towards Atlanta way. But the fact that they could have took out the Bears and the Bears have no defense, it makes you wonder. And with the commanders, they could actually stop the run on defense. And they are saying Young is coming back. I, I love the commanders in the spot, man. I always say Riverboat Ron takes a minute to actually – Kicking the gear and actually, you know, I don't know why he does this shit. He even does it in Carolina. It was years where Carolina went, you know, what, two and four the first few games, and then all of a sudden they win a division. It's just kind of miraculous with Riverboat Ron. But I'm going to go with the commanders on that one. 
Uh, next play I got, we got the Houston Texans against the Miami Dolphins. I'm not fucking with that minus 14. I'm just really not fucking with it. But I will tell you, though, if we go to the team props, give me the over 30 and I have total points for Miami. They will score points on this team. I've been saying that Miami is a dark horse in the AFC, but I feel like they only really are great when they play at home. Even defense is really suspect sometimes, but when they play at home, maybe because it's Miami, they play a little more better. And lastly, for the solo, because, you know, I fuck with my solo bet so heavy. Last one we got, we got the Cincinnati Bengals against the Tennessee Titans. Listen, <laughs> I got the Titans to win to cover this game. This is the same team. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the same Titans team that played Burrow last year in the playoffs and gained nine sacks against this guy. And there's a little revenge to this Titans game. I feel like the Titans will have a chip on their shoulder. You got Bud Dupree coming back. You got Simmons coming back. You got a lot of the front seven coming back for this game. And don't forget, on offensive side, you got King Henry running the rock. And I believe Tannehill can actually make a little bit of few players against the Cincinnati Bengals secondary also. I just see him being a physical game. You're going to see the trenches be, play a big part in this game, like I said, with the Bengals' offensive line issue still, even with some of the good pieces that they brought in, still the problem. And if I still see offensive line that's weakened, I'm taking the trenches. I'm taking the Titans to win the cover of this game. This is actually going to be a – I'm not even going to really worry about this game. So I'm going to go with that. But there is one game I have a lean. Keyword is a lean. And I'm assuming – that the Jets-Bears game, the Jets are minus six. And I know there's Michael White now playing also. No more Zach Wilson. But I don't know about Fields. But I'm assuming Fields might not be playing this game. Which is why it, it went up to plus six. Because I remember it was at four and a half at one point. If Fields don't play this game, I'm definitely taking the Jets to win and cover this game. I'm not trusting... Um, Trevor Simeon with a shitty-ass offense line also. And Simeon ain't did shit with the Saints. And the Saints had a better team last year compared to the Bears. So, you tell me either that or Peterman. <laughs> either one of those guys going to start. The Jets defense has been pretty great. Quentin Williams, look, I, dark horse for defensive player of the year. Will he get it? Probably not. But the guy has been playing lights out. Sauce Gardner has been pretty impressive for a rookie. Maybe a rookie of the year for defensive player of the year. Give me the Jets. If Fields is officially out and it's still six at minus six, give me the Jets. Hey, y'all already know what I got you for y'all. I already know I got the teaser for y'all. Y'all already know what it is. Let's see. Let's see. I'm doing this as we speak. So I'm taking the Titans at plus two and a half. I'm taking the Dolphins at minus 14. Now listen to this. So I'm taking that. We're going to take Commanders at minus four. We're going to take the Buccaneers at minus three. And let's see. Do I like another team? See, I would fuck with the Chiefs plus. <laughs> I don't want to fuck with Chiefs minus 15 and a half. That just seems like a lot. Uh, What else would I throw in? We're going to throw in the Saints. They're plus nine. I, I still think Niners will win this game. But I, I feel like the Saints will kind of be in it. After the 49ers won a big game, I kind of expect a little bit of regression. And we're going to take the Packers. So we're going to take these six games, six teams. And we're going to tease that. You already know we tease it to six points. So now you got the Titans at plus eight and a half. Miami Dolphins at minus eight. Commanders at plus two. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus two and a half. 
Saints at plus 15 and Packers at plus 12 and a half. Hope we have a consecutive three straight Sunday teasers. I know Thursday was a teaser also, but that didn't hit. That's why I said Sundays. Last two Sundays, teasers have hit successfully. No sweat at all. So, you guys, let's keep this shit going. You guys have a great weekend out here, guys. Let's get this money. Don't forget, keep sharing it. Keep liking it. Keep this algorithm going up, guys. Let's get this money out here, and let's be safe out here, guys.